I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, February 22nd. A proposal for a five-story, 46-unit residential building at the corner of Furnacebrook Parkway and Copeland Street in West Quincy has been continued again. The Zoning Board of Appeals yesterday voted to continue the hearing to March 7th because board member Brian Raydell was not in attendance. Attorney Robert Fleming, representing developer Robert Beniers, made that request to continue the hearing, which was approved by the board. Fleming thanked newly elected Ward 4 Councilor James Devine for notifying residents about the meeting change prior to last night's meeting. Beniers wants to demolish the existing homes at that site and create the new development with 102 parking spaces. Quincy Councilor at Large Ann Mahoney is calling for more transparency in the way the city has spent the $46 million it has received in American Rescue Plan pandemic relief funds from the federal government. In a resolution Mahoney sponsored recently, she's calling on the administration to clarify the recent purchase of a building on McGrath Highway, which Mayor Thomas Koch says was purchased with those funds, but Mahoney says city records indicate otherwise. The city purchased the building for $1.8 million last December. The mayor says it will be used for substance use recovery group meetings. A landmark on Wollaston Beach in Quincy will be expanding their outdoor entertainment this year. Tony's Wollaston Clam Shop has received permission to offer some live music to their patrons. City Clerk Nicole Crispo says there will be a variety of entertainment offerings. The entertainment will take place in back of the restaurant. The licensing board approved of the outdoor music and a unanimous vote. Tony's will be opening for the season in March. The mild winter is giving Quincy DPW crews a head start on spring projects. City Council President Noel DeBona says Quincy DPW Commissioner Al Grazioso is taking full advantage of the snowless weather so far to get to work on roads and sidewalks. In addition to DPW work, National Grid continues to make progress on their North Quincy cable replacement project. Veterans are invited to the Morissette American Legion Post on Liberty Street in Quincy today to learn about a new law that expands VA health care and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic substances. The VA PACT Act will be explained during today's town hall information session from 4 to 6.30 at the Morissette Post on Liberty Street. There will be a disability claims clinic on site, and food and snacks will also be provided. Boston police are investigating another deadly act of violence after two people were shot in Dorchester last night. Officials responded to Willrose Street just after 7.30 for reports of two males shot. Police say the responding officers located two adult males suffering from apparent gunshot wounds. One of the victims was taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The second victim was pronounced dead at the scene. No arrests have been made. The investigation remains active. It is the third deadly shooting in Boston since Saturday. Massachusetts Department of Energy Resources will be under new management as the Healy administration looks to implement its own vision and strategy to advance the state's clean energy shift. 
and Energy and Environmental Affairs Secretary Rebecca Tepper announcing yesterday she appointed Elizabeth Mahoney, a veteran of the Attorney General's Office and the Massachusetts Senate as Commissioner of the Department of Energy Resources, effective March 27. She replaces Patrick Woodcock, who led the department for the last three-plus years. Tepper, who was chief of the Energy and Environmental Bureau in Healy's attorney general office before joining the administration, said she worked with Mahoney for a number of years and could vouch for her ability to come up with creative solutions to complex problems. Mahoney most recently worked for Attorney General Andrea Campbell and Healy before her as assistant attorney general and senior policy advisor for energy. She had previously worked in the Energy and Telecommunications Division, where she focused on utility clean energy procurement, solar program development, consumer protections, and legislative engagements. The Healy-Driscoll administration announcing that Lieutenant Colonel John Mon will be state police interim colonel. Mon is succeeding Colonel Christopher Mason, who retired Friday after a 40-year career in law enforcement. Prior to being named interim colonel, Mon served as commander of the Division of Investigative Services, which investigates violent crimes such as homicides, crimes against children, narcotics cases, cyber crime, and organized crime. The Division of Investigative Services launched several new trainings during Mon's leadership which were designed to enhance investigations, increase accountability, and help advance neighborhood safety. Mon has been credited with creating Mass State Police's first division diversity officer to recruit women and people of color, review job postings and hiring practices for potential bias, and report diversity statistics. He first joined the state police in 1993 after serving as a U.S. Marine during the Gulf War and in Kuwait six years as a Harwich police officer. With both halves of the Healy-Driscoll administration out of state, Secretary of State Bill Galvin is serving as acting governor until Thursday night. Governor Mara Healy departed Massachusetts Sunday night for what her office said is a school vacation week family trip to Florida. Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll also left the Bay State Sunday, opting to spend the vacation week visiting family in Georgia. Healy's expected to return Thursday night. Driscoll will be back on Sunday. Until Healy returns, the powers of the governor will be in the hands of Galvin, longtime Secretary of State and veteran on Beacon Hill. Following a report last week on a mailbox fishing scheme in Watertown, several people have said the same thing have happened to them. Thieves have been fishing mail out of U.S. post office boxes and searching for checks. Police said the suspects look for checks to wash in an effort to cash them out. It's often done successfully. Check washing is when someone removes the name and original amount the check is written for and then replaces it with a name and a new total of their liking. The mailbox fishing has been happening in communities throughout Massachusetts. Police departments report cases are up. It reflects a national trend. The U.S. Department of Treasury reports check fraud was up 84 percent from 2021 to 2022. Police recommend you keep an eye on your checking accounts. If money is taken out of the account, you have hours, not days, for 
any chance of getting it back. A check of business news this morning. Stocks took a tumble. The Dow down 697 points. The Nasdaq dropped 294. The S&P lost 81. Asian shares declined after stocks tumbled on Wall Street as worries persist about higher interest rates and their tightening squeeze on the global economy. Dollar was flat, the euro rose, oil $76 a barrel. The National Weather Service forecast for today increasing cloudiness at a high 45 degrees. For tonight, some snow will change over to sleet, low of 29. Tomorrow, some rain sleet and possible freezing rain high tomorrow in the mid 30s friday partly cloudy high of 37 degrees maybe some snow showers saturday high of 24. for the boater waves about two feet the wind out of the west 10 to 15 decreasing 5 to 10 knots later today in a high tide right before 1 p.m sunrise 6 30 set 5 24. One note, there is a one-day delay for the curbside collection of trash and recycling Quincy all this week due to the President's Day holiday. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Wednesday, February 22nd.